Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Robbie Payne. What's up? And Gabriel Bringers. Good day. Um, so we're going to hop right in um, to things that aren't Stadia. We're going to save Stadia because I th- I'm afraid if I get Robbie and Gabe started on Stadia now, the whole podcast is just going to be yeah, about see, Stadia. Here's, here's the problem for today is that we've both been playing Stadia. We both have thoughts. So right. it, could, it yeah. could go off the rails real quick so yeah let's <laughs> talk gotta, about other things first we gotta we, <laughs> i don't know i've been working i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> uh-huh. yeah that's what i walked into this morning like yep there he is in destiny like research and development <laughs> and all yeah. i could think was uh, should i jump in could i, I get in on that mission my headphones see yeah. how blue yeah there you go yeah. yeah it's all it's all research okay stop stop it we'll talk about it we'll talk it's, about it in a minute that that is the benefit of uh, uh owning and operating a, a tech blog so we get to do fun stuff like that yeah, and but write it, it really is. Write I mean, it off we, as work. Yeah, right? we really are. We really are testing things. So we're we're going to get into Stadia mm-hmm. and uh, some of our thoughts on that here in a little bit. Uh, but we did want to talk about one article that was written last week um, that ended up, you know, getting getting some traction. And I think it's worth talking about because it's uh, it's a pretty big deal. So over at um, your local Best Buy, if you're in the United States, are are there Best Buys in like? Canada and yeah, overseas? Best Buy Canada. Yeah, for sure, Canada. Oh, cool. I, I thought they were. That. I knew uh, they are no Europe. longer in Great Britain, I don't think, but they are in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Let's just say North America. Yeah, yeah sure. So if you're in, yeah, yeah, if you're in that, North America that. and go over to your local Best Buy, you might find some products, particularly um, a new Anchor charger. Yeah, so there was 
two of those that I got yeah. my eyes on. Uh, and they're same, gonna, same charger. There's just yeah. one that's just the block, and then one that's a block with, and a USB-C cable with yeah. it. Um, and they're gonna and they're gonna have a new little sticker on them. Yeah. Um, so if you're going in looking for it, go to the website. Go to chromanbox.com. You'll see the article. And in the article, it shows the, the, what the box looks like. Small box, fit in your hand, blue and white packaging, anchor, uh, Atom is the name of it. Uh, and it's a PD, so it's power delivery. Basically, it provides a 30-watt power delivery USB-C charge to whatever you want to plug it into uh, out of a wall brick that's about the size of a standard iPhone uh, charger. So a really tiny little brick that's giving you 30 watts. It's going to charge tablets. It'll charge Chromebooks. I don't think it's going to charge them nearly as fast as, you know, like the Pixelbook Go, for instance, comes with that 45-watt charger. A lot of them. Are there any chargers that are 30 watts, those little USB-C bricks? I, I would almost bet there are yeah, some. Yeah, there has to be, I would um, think. I, we don't look at chargers. They they print it so small, and you know I'm yeah. forty, yeah. so so old. Have uh, to get out a magnifying glass. I can't read it, and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> they have to they have to give it to me to read it. <laughs> Here, young boy, will you read this for me? I can't see it. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I, I, it will charge most Chrome OS things, uh, but it'll charge your phone super fast. Uh, I want to say the charger for. The Pixel phones is a 15 watt charger, so it's a huge step up from that. Oh yeah. Um, so it would do the rapid charge on a Pixel. It should. I don't have one to test. Yeah, it's weird because, uh, like, my OnePlus, if I don't use, because I have a OnePlus six cable at my bedside, and when I plug it in, it doesn't say warp charging. But then when yeah, I they've use got the some char- stuff yeah, there's there. some proprietary stuff in there. Like their whatever. chips are like, hey, you know what? Unless it's the exact OnePlus cable yeah. and charging block, you're not, you're not getting, getting warp charge. And you know they could, they could, they could nerf the port if oh, it doesn't have they the stock. So you could have a 45 watt charger plugged into your phone, and it's only getting seven and it's still going to charge plenty fast. Yeah. But, sure. but charging, but you charging phone, specifics yeah. aside, yeah, so the charger in has general, a sticker on it. Yeah, in general, um, it, it's a great charger. I, and the reason I saw it is I've been looking for this thing for a while, um, and kind of just forgot about it for a little bit when they announced it. I was super excited. It comes with uh, the, the internals of it are some sort of, I can't remember what the stuff is. They figured out how to basically shrink down all the junk inside of a charger so it doesn't overheat when it puts mm-hmm. out that kind of power. So now we've got these like little chargers. And so I was excited and uh, and remembered seeing them in Best Buy or seeing that it was in Best Buy. And I was like, oh, I'm going to swing by and see if they have these. And lo and behold, on them are these stickers that look very official and say, uh, was it works? Is it works with, works Chromebook. with, Chromebook. with Chromebook? And I'm pretty sure it's official. The employee there had no real input for me um, as far as where those came from or whatever. They're like, I don't know. They yeah. gave us some stickers to put on them. And we put it on. And they didn't like. They didn't say I, I put these on there. They don't know where they came from. Um, but it's that, the Chromebook fairy. They don't. It doesn't <laughs> Do look you think like they were shipped? shipped. No, it doesn't no. look that way. It looks definitely like they were added on post. Yeah, that's um, what they did with Nest, too. Like, when yeah. Nest rebranded, they just covered up the home stuff with Nest stickers. So. Yeah, and I haven't had, we haven't had any official word one way or the other saying, like, oh, that's not a real thing, or, hey, this is official. Uh, my guess is we'll see something from Google not too long, that just maybe on the keyword or something like that, where they say, hey, here's, uh, here's how we're going to brand stuff that is uh, working properly with Chromebooks. And my hope is that it means that there's going to at least be a handful of guidelines for those things. So... Instead of like us, from Google, yeah, to say, or, hey, look, yeah, it has to it has to pass these certain mm. tests. I mean, they're they're that way with trackpads and keyboards on Chromebooks. Like, you can't just 
slap together a laptop and put Chrome OS on it and they'll check it off. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about that. Uh, we've talked about that a lot with the folks from bridge, like yeah, what they had to go through to get not their keyboard simple. to work. Uh, and so for them to be like that with the hardware that's in the Chromebook, it makes sense for them to be like that a little bit with the hardware that's going to work with a Chromebook. So if it can get that sticker, it needs to do some things, uh, in a certain way specifically. Um, so whether it's a keyboard, you know, I could see like that Logitech keyboard we saw at the Google event. I could see like the box on that device shipping with this logo on it. Cause right. I, I, my guess is that's what it will be down right. the road. It's not going to be where they slap stickers on stuff. Just willy nilly. This is a, just like with the Nest stuff, it was it's a temporary fix until the boxes start having that printed. No different. Yeah, than, there's no sense of throwing out a bunch of packaging. Right. Because like, yeah. what Apple has one works with, is it works with iPhone or works built, made for iPhone made for or made I, for Apple? Built or what? for iPhone. And then you have, you have works uh, made for Google. Um, by the, yeah, there's made by Google. There's made Like some of the Belkin Google, case. Made yeah, for Google. Like that yeah. Belkin case has that something inside of it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so th- we're assuming it's the exact same type of thing and that we're going to just start seeing more stuff that has that imprinted on it. And the benefit really isn't about like, oh, well, there's a new sticker on stuff. The benefit really is for the consumer to be able to go to a Best Buy. Uh, they're already going to be a little confused about Chromebooks. They're reading stuff like our blog and they're reading like 9 to 5 Google and they're reading Android Authority and they're going, I think I want to get a Chromebook. And then they go into Best Buy and a lot of times, you know, Best Buy employees either haven't tried Chromebooks or they don't know much about them or, and, and those things usually tend to make people go, uh, I don't know if I'd recommend that because I've never tried it, you know. Um, and my, so, my girlfriend went to go get a new computer. This was probably, she was telling me probably two or three years ago. Um, and went to a Best Buy, and they were like, no, you don't need a Chromebook. Like, you need to get a Windows. She ended up getting 100%. a, a Mac, um, but she still, like, and she, she tells me this all the time, like, she still has this preconceived notion that, oh, well, I was told not to get a Chromebook. Right, by the professional. Yeah, and, people at, people and at again, Best Buy say. I'm not, I'm not knocking people that work at Best Buy or employees of Best Buy. Um, I would say, like, if you really want to know something, probably talk to somebody in management that, that actually gets a lot of this stuff or... A lot of these places have Chrome OS specific people uh, that that work, like that are right. uh, you know people that are around Chromebooks, and they're there. They're kind of put there by Google, kinda, um, and and they're specialists about Chromebooks. Like those would be the people to ask. General employees that just work in the laptop area may again, not have. They yeah. probably have never tried Chrome OS, or you know they like video games, or. You know, they they realize it doesn't run Photoshop, right? And so it's like, right. well, no, you nobody can use that. And like, unless you sit down with somebody and ask them what the th- key things are they need in a Chromebook. Yeah, and we've got a we've got an interesting video coming out about yeah, this. Same same idea. Like, yeah. I have these questions I ask people routinely. It happens all the time, right? And that and that's and this is on the other side of it. And it's not exclusive to this, but businesses sell the things that make the most money. And it's yep. easier to sell software with a Windows device. It's easier to sell peripherals and things of that nature because Chromebooks are just kind of log in, set up, and go. There's not yep. a ton of peripherals that you can sell with it. Nobody wants to hassle with helping somebody set up a printer or anything like that. So it's not a dig against Best Buy. It's just, I mean, I was in car sales for years, and we always sold the things that we knew we could sell other stuff with. It's upselling. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's 101. It's, yeah, it's 101 stuff. I mean. So. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the I, the thing you got to take with a grain of salt with the whole Best Buy thing. And and that's why I think this whole initiative is important, because if a, if a user goes in and says, I want a Chromebook, and they're like, oh, we don't know if you need a Chromebook or not. Maybe you should go get a Windows. <laughs> And, and they say, no, I've, you know, I've done my research. I know. 
uh, I want a Chromebook and I'm going to buy this. Now, which things work with a Chromebook? How how many Best Buy employees do you really think are going to know off the top of their head all the all the cool here? Like, go get that other charger and you need to back up this or hey, all these printers work seamlessly. Like, they're, they're just probably not going to know that thing because a they don't care and b it's not profitable and you know, so there's there's all these reasons why a consumer's not going to get a lot of help in that region, and so I think this will go a long way to help when people can just flip it over and go, I don't oh. see works with Chromebook on here. So, and it very well may work. Lots of stuff works with Chromebooks. Almost everything works with a Chromebook, but for them to be able to flip it over and see that on there and go, cool, yeah, and buy that, knowing, hey, this works with a Chromebook. It's incentive for the manufacturers. Uh, to make sure that their stuff works with Chromebooks po- properly. It's incentive for them to get that stuff on there. And then it's incentive for the users to go buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. So, it's a, it's a great thing. So is this, um, do you think it's going to expand beyond Best Buy? Do you think this is something where Google's going to encourage these manufacturers of peripherals or, or whatever, um, to start putting these stickers on, or even it, it, it starts becoming part of the packaging. Like, could oh, 100%. That, it's yeah. going to be on the packaging. I guarantee you that. And it'll probably be graphics and stuff. Same stuff where you see it on, like, on Amazon. Uh, works with Google or works with iPhone or whatever. Like they'll, they'll probably be encouraged to do that, too. So online sales, it would only make sense. You know, for if I'm digging through Amazon for a keyboard for my Chromebox or I want one for my setup I've got at my desk, like it would make sense if I see on Amazon that little works with Chromebook yeah, right I there. Mean, I'm going to pick that one. Yeah, that would be just no brainer because you have on Amazon, you have works with Alexa, obviously, but there's stuff right. that's work works with assistant and everything. And because people want to know that and they need to know that because if they don't and they buy it and it doesn't, then it's a bad review and all that. So it right. just makes sense even for Amazon to have that as a thing on their site mm-hmm. because right. it encourages people to purchase stuff, which just moves the and revenue again, if, model forward. If all this gets to the point where there's a ton of makers building stuff and then slapping that label on. I mean, you could see stores like Amazon having, you know, that is a filter. They have a Chromebook page. So yeah, right. there's it's no just, reason. It works with Chromebook filter and show me all the accessories. Let me search inside this filter for keyboards, for mice, for screen protectors or wraps or chargers or docks or monitors or printers. Yeah. And I think like, it'll eventually just become a natural thing. You'll have that, you know, out Amazon's algorithm where it does the whole users that bought this frequently bought that you will see all of that stuff filter into and you'll just have this little sub ecosystem of Chrome OS stuff and, yep. and then it'll have that branding to go with it which would be really cool yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that, the, that it takes off and it does what I think they're looking for it to do and just that's just to remove a little bit of confusion for the consumer like people like us are fine with just trying stuff out. Like yeah. I don't, I'll buy something and just plug it in, see what happens. Let's look. People ask all the time, "Will this work?" I don't know. Just buy it and plug it in, see what happens. Yeah, like, we haven't even talked about your whole Bluetooth headphone experiment. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jack, no. Jack Taylor <laughs> came in here one day asking about uh, CD drives, and the, like, here, that prompted to me. me to go grab a generic Apple CD drive that we had laying around the office and plug, plug it, it up and see sure what enough, happens. It worked, so yeah. yeah. So. Um, were there other products that you saw or that you think, like right now, if someone were to go to a Best Buy and look for this, is it just that Anchor charger for that's, right now? That's the only one I saw. Um, that so there might, mean, it might be on others. Yeah, or, there could be yeah. other stuff yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, so it should I, expand it, to like docks and dongles and, and mm-hmm. certain other peripherals. It would shock me if once that Logitech, what is it, the K580? 580, yeah. yeah. Once it shows up in Best Buys, if it doesn't have that sticker on it. Yeah. I'd, 
that was at Google's event. Yeah, which so, I mean, it's branded Chrome OS, but still, yes, it should have that sticker right yeah, on the front of it. That they need to make that branding something people just look for. They see it. They know I can buy this. It'll work yeah. with my Chromebook cool. out of the box. Cool. So, um, so yeah, that's cool. So if you're uh, if you're if you've got a Best Buy nearby, go check it out. See if you can find some other stuff. Let it, us know. It was in with uh, cell phones. So go look. Oh, okay, interesting. Which is kind of random, but. Is it a laptop charger? Or I guess it's a, just a charger in general. It's a 30-watt charger, so that's yeah. a beast. That's, <laughs> it's made yeah, for, cause the it's really made one, for laptops. That's one I carry. I mean, it's they advertise that it'll it'll charge a MacBook. Well, like my, so. uh, what is that, Rev Rove, Power Rove Power thing Rev that Power. I've got. Yeah. You know, and it charges all, all our Chrobooks. It charged your MacBook. Yeah. And stuff. It's a 30-watt power delivery. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's plenty to push. So, it's not going to charge it the fastest ever, but, you know, it's... It'll, so, it'll so, save you. So we're gonna move. We're gonna move on to some deals here in a second. But I am curious. Like, what, what is is power delivery uh, a brand or a? It is a standard. Okay, so it's just a standard. So is that different than the fast charge or Qualcomm whatever? Qualcomm's that, uh, quick charge. Quick charge that yeah. Qualcomm does. They have multiple iterations of it. Right. Is, is different. That's built on. The chipset itself, right, and that's so that's on the receiving. The yeah, quick charge is the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. Something's capable of quick charging just means it can do that. The power delivery is on the giving end of it, so right. it's for. Um, it's. I mean, I guess but it's exclusively it, blocks. I would guess because I mean, you. I, mean, I, I, I mean, the power block we have. I have. It's it's labeled power. Yeah, that's what I mean. Too. Exclusively for power banks. It's yeah, not like on a phone's gonna. Yeah. You're not yeah. gonna have on a phone like his power delivery. No, it's just. And, but I think what and it, it's confusing. But I think what happens is as long as power delivery at certain wattages are there, if it meets the standards, then Qualcomm's quick charge can come in and say, "Hey, <clears> the <throat> things are needed. We can th- use this. Yeah, we can use this as a quick charge. So like so, my power delivery bank when I plug it into my phone, it, my my Pixel charge. Four says quick yeah. charging rapidly. So. Yeah some form of quick charge is, is, is taking is, place is, is there yeah it's getting enough juice somehow yeah, yeah. so they're differing standards uh unfortunately and and every you, hardware started, maker has different ones but yeah from the brick and the power you know the things that are sending power like USB-C, like power delivery is that that higher wattage delivery via USB-C. So you're not going to see power delivery on something that's got a barrel charger or something like that on it. It's a USB-C. It's no different than like Thunderbolt is a standard over USB-C, uh, right. Thunderbolt 3. So it's the same type of thing. It's uh, yeah. uh, just saying, hey, it's it's going to push plenty of juice through that cable. Yeah, because I've started seeing it on, you know, just I was looking around for some Black Friday deals to kind of put together for an article and um, started finding different little chargers and whatnot. And there's, I mean, basically... All of your newer USB-C chargers PD. are all now PD, PD, mm-hmm. PD, yep. you know. It's, yeah, when a year ago, um, year and a half ago. You just didn't like, know. No. You're just like, right. USB-C, it's, it's cool. sure it'll be fine. Hopefully and it it'll was be Wild fine. West. Yeah. And so, yeah, sure. it's like standards are coming along with yeah. USB-C in general. That USB-C are, everything. Yeah, and they're helping everybody kind of get on the same page, finally. Like, yeah. you know, Thunderbolt 3 is one. Uh, power delivery is another. Uh, alt mode HDMI, basically, is how USB-C handles extending monitors and stuff like that like that's becoming way more standardized so it, it we're getting there one it's, one cable to rule them all it that's is everything. i mean it's still it's so great it's it's brilliant and everybody expected it, that it would roll out on on the hardware front and everything would just start working i'm like no you it's it's a bus you know like still all the gotta, motherboards have to deal with it and then the software and then the os's and like it's so much work to to fully leverage something like USB-C that's been separated into other things for yeah. so long so now that it's we can do it over all of it there's a there's a future where 
you could actually get rid of HDMI cables. You could Absolutely. get rid of power cables. You can get rid of everything. Like your television, your big television would just have, have a bunch of USB-Cs on it. Like you could yeah. get your power and everything over just a handful of USB-C ports. I mean, it can I'm, do everything. I'm looking over at our monitors over there at our little desk setups. And I think mine, I bought a cheap, cheaper Acer. Um, I don't think it came with USB-C. I know the newer models of your yeah, uh, mine, monitor all have USB-C. Yeah. And the, it's the got the like four there, USB-Cs on the back. Like that's, Now that we have some, some standards, you some of these monitors now that are coming out, with USB-C, have the alt mode USB-C, you know, inputs for for uh, visual stuff, but then they have outputted uh, USB-Cs that have power delivery built into them to so, like daisy chain or to like power your phone sitting there or something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So you yeah. can power, you can charge phones, or like you, it's the one cable connect to my extended monitor without having to have a dock ah, or anything sure, like right. because that one cable handles the alt mode, it handles the power delivery, it handles everything. You don't need any other cables. It's magic. Yeah. And ideally, down the road, it's it, it'll be less and less expensive as time goes on. Think about micro USB. When it first came out, there were handfuls of them. Now they're at the dollar store. Now they're finally going away. But for a little yes. while, there, as USB-C was just coming in, micro USB was 100% disposable tech. Like, you could just go in a bin and pick them up for 50 cents or something, you know? And so, it... it It'll get that way with USB-C too. When it does, it would make a whole lot of sense for most things to be powered by USB-C. Like, why not? Why Why would you put a, a proprietary power jack on whatever it is you're using? Why not just use USB-C? Because then I'm like, well, I lost my power cable for this. Well, you got that little anchor power delivery thing. Just plug it in. Use it instead. Like, it, yeah. it, it leverages the ability for us to just have kind of one source of power for anything over time like eventually once it gets cheap enough. i mean I'm, I'm so google if you're listening stop making speakers and stuff with proprietary plugs oh my, my gosh yes. please yeah there's no use for that yeah i i'm my watch is uh i i have the newer fossil gen 5 uh wear os watch and it's usb a to plug in you know to the little power block but like that's the only thing i use daily that's that's still using that's usb a i guess yeah and there's uh that was one of the weird things we'll talk about with Stadia, like the the oh, yeah. cable they <laughs> shipped for the shipped controller <laughs> and the charger. The block is a yeah. USB A block. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, so weird. Why All right, but, but before we get to before we get to Stadia, let's talk through a couple of these deals. Um, we're getting close to Black Friday and uh, the holiday shopping season, um, and we're already starting to see some great deals out there. Uh, the uh, we've got one of them sitting on the table here with us. Uh, the Acer Seven Fifteen. I thought it was the base model, but you all told me there's actually one below this, I guess. There's a Pentium that's below this model that we have here. This one doesn't have the fingerprint scanner, but it does have the uh, Yeah, this on one's deck a weird keyboard. bird because just there's some different configurations because you do the maxed out like business class one and it's fingerprint sensor. Um, is that I5 I think it goes up to? Yes, there's yeah, no so, I7. Yeah, so I5, 8, one, one, there's a Pentium with... 864 there's an i3 with uh, it's weird that there's backlit keyboard there's no backlit keyboard <laughs> this one doesn't have backlit keys yeah, this right one doesn't. but it has the sticker that says it has right backlit keys. And, and that was the big that was that was the big thing about this i wrote a follow-up article on this and the reason being is because one whoever labeled these dropped the ball because on the website on walmart because it looks like this thing's exclusive to walmart for the time being i don't know it's, it's really weird but on the website, it said something about the backlit keyboard. It didn't mention the fingerprint scanner, but the stock photo was the one with the fingerprint scanner. If you look at the 
model number on Acer's website. It doesn't mention the fingerprint scanner. It doesn't mention the backlit keyboard. So I got an email from a guy who said he had ordered one. He got it there, got it home, and no backlit keyboard. Got in a really long, exhausting chat with Acer. Didn't really get any direct answers. So we went ahead and ordered one, got it in, and no backlit keyboard. Kind of disappointing, especially since when you hit the keys to turn the backlit keyboard up and down, the little notification bar shows up as if it thinks it has a backlit keyboard. Even the Chromebook's confused about what it is. <laughs> yes, that's so. Yeah, yeah, the firmware yeah, is not even. The firmware is is not right. I opened it right before the podcast, and the stylus <laughs> stylus uh, tool stylus tool <laughs> notification popped up. So it thinks it's a Spin thirteen. I I don't know. Anyways, all that said. It's still a Core i3 15-inch Chromebook with a full HD touchscreen, a numeric keypad, an aluminum chassis. Anti-glare screen. Anti-glare screen. Uh, trackpad feels great. 128 gigs of storage. Trackpad feels great. Typing experience is just stereotypical Acer. Not great, not bad. For $279. I would go on record to say, too, that this one and the 714 um, have better keyboards than most of Acer's fare. Like, they're a little yeah. bit more clicky. Yeah. I, guess. Um, I like them a little bit more. Yeah, I think the the spin, this, I like the spin, but after extended use, it got a little a little jostly, the keys. Floppy. Yeah, they get a little, little wiggly when you're typing. This does, it feels like the keys have a bit, just a touch more soft touch to them, so they don't. They don't clack quite as much as the... They're not really soft touch. They're just like that muted plastic. I just noticed in this yeah. light, though, they've got a nice little uh, cup yeah, curve to them. Yeah, yeah. Little, I mean, it's great to type on, and it, it looks good. Um, I don't, I don't want... Yeah, I wouldn't the, carry a 15-inch device around in my backpack, but... So there's a chamfered edge around your trackpad, but there's not one on the outside of the device. Don't the other ones have the chamfered edge around the outside? No, here? I don't think there's not on the, the no. Enterprises, I don't think. Huh. No, I don't Interesting, think do. but still, I mean, this thing is—that's a lot of Chromebook. Yeah, Core that's a lot I of Chromebook. That, the only <laughs> draw, the only real drawback from an internal standpoint is if it had eight gigs of RAM, it would be absolutely perfect. Yeah. But still, yeah, if I mean, you're, if you're most not people, pushing a gigs. device and you want the best of the best you can get for three hundred dollars or less, this is it, hands down. There's not a better functioning device that I can think of off the top of my head for this price. Nope. And into life's like June of 2025, so it still has more than five years of, of life left in it. Um, the crazy thing is, uh, my wife uses the Acer Chromebook 15. CB515. So yeah, which has been really popular. A lot of people yeah. love it. All aluminum. The upward firing speakers sound great. It's got a 1080p screen on it, touchscreen, backlit keys. Um, so it, it compares in a lot of ways with this. This thing would blow it out of the water from a performance standpoint oh, yeah. that i3 will just destroy the pentium and 4200 that's in it um, and this one comes with 128 gigs of storage so it's literally four times or yeah i think it's yeah. four times she has a 32 gig uh, device <laughs> and so sure I, she wouldn't give a crap about the backlit uh, keys going away and she's not used to a fingerprint scanner um, and everything else i think is an upside with this yeah. one um, and so it, it, it's crossed my mind a couple times, but we decided for Christmas for each other to buy the new uh, Fitbit Versa 2. So. 
Yeah, which you've you've got in today. It looks very nice. Yeah, I love it. A little more Apple so Watchy. Yeah, looking. a little more a little more roundy, Some, but the always so, on display is so, great. Yeah, and being able to reply to text messages with yeah. my voice is those are the wins. I love me. my watch for that. I yeah. I play a lot of disc golf, as I think I've said on this podcast before, and so I'll leave my phone in my bag while I'm out playing, and if somebody texts me, I can just reply right from my watch. That's like one of the biggest wins for oh, yeah. watches. Hundred percent for me. Um, so yeah, so this thing's a beast uh, for the price. It's uh, it's a no brainer. Um, Walmart only is that what you're so far? The model number pops seeing? up on Acer's website, but it's not, not for, sale. for sale anywhere else. It was two ninety nine, okay. and then looked back at a, it, and it dropped to two seventy nine. Is this a Black Friday deal, or is it just no? A random? It's a rollback. It's just a rollback cool. deal that they have at Walmart, yeah, so, so it, it may stay there until they're gone. So go check it out, chromebox.com. Just search 715 and you'll be able to find that that deal article that Gabe wrote up. Um, another deal, and uh, you mentioned this device a second ago, the Spin 13. Is that yeah. is that another one that is we've that got some deals going? on? Yeah, yeah it's let's been check going that one. strong for a month now. Uh, it's not even listed as a sale price on Amazon, so I, I had to look back a couple of times to make sure it wasn't like a refurbed or renewed, but it's not. It is the Core i5-8128 Spin 13 for $599. Oh. And we've it's, talked about uh, this device so many times, like it's on a still, spec sheet. Like, yeah, it it's just still my personal so favorite overall, but it does everything. I yeah, mean, it's it's like it's a little big and kind of clunky a little bit to me uh, for a convertible. But, you know, like the included stylus, glass trackpad, I would just wish it was bigger and it didn't have such a large gap at the bottom. Mm. Like I constantly miss hitting the button on the trackpad. Um, but like those are my only real complaints about that Chromebook. Like, I wish it was just a little, like, it's, it doesn't have to feel as well put together as a Pixelbook Go, but just a little more thought towards craftsmanship. Like, I expect that this, this Acer 15, or the 715 on the table here, is being sold for $280. You pick it up, you feel that. Sure. Like, on the undersides where some of the parts come together, it's a little yeah, sharp. I mean, the bezels are plastic. You know, you know it's not. There's a, some stuff where you're like, hey, this isn't, like, super, super nice. I would like to see Acer get to the point because they, they can do it. Like that, remember that Windows machine that was at CES Ugh. last year? It's it felt a lot like the Pixelbook Go. Like yes. it's really thin, but made out of like magnesium, whatever. Crazy light, crazy thin, but you can tell a lot of attention to detail was was put into yeah, making it's cra- the device. It's a crafted device. Right. It's not and just a manufactured. We've piece yet of to see or, yeah. a crafted Acer Chromebook. Like the thir- the. The Spin 13 to me felt almost like a little Frankenstein-y. Like, we're just going to throw everything at it, and we're going to make sure it's all yeah, in it there. It was very industrial. Like, yeah. you felt like you could cut a tree down with it, because it's solid as a rock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all aluminum. It had some, had some, had some slightly harsh edges on it. And yeah. it but, but again, overall, if you are looking for the most bang for your buck, I would think, maybe... Yeah, if you, it's, if you it's need, because it is an i5, it is fanned, and I know a lot of people don't like that. And if you don't like that, don't buy one, okay? But if you need that kind of horsepower, apart from buying a Chromebox with a Core i7 in it, this is the way to go. I mean, well, 600 you get, bucks. You get a 3 by 2 screen, mm-hmm. 13 and a half inches, so much larger than a Pixelbook or Pixel Slate. Um, it's not as high a resolution, but it's close. Yep. It's a, just it's a hand, couple bright. hundred yeah. pixels under, yeah, I want to say 350 nit mm-hmm. screen, something like that. Backlit keyboard, glass trackpad, aluminum yeah. build, stowable stylus that's larger than normal. Like I mean, it just checks. Are just there, got so an extra year boxes. too on the on yeah. the end okay. of life, yeah. so it's got an extra year on that. So, are yeah, are I mean, there are there other devices uh, with all of those? Like I'm trying to think in my head. Like no. what are what are what's another device that has the all Dell's of those? the only thing that comes close, but they don't offer an eight gig configuration. Yeah, and it's an M3, isn't it? 
I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's core i3. It's I3. a fan. So it's an i3. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, people have been asking me about that too. Um, you hear it here first. I went ahead and purchased a, a Pixelbook Go. So we've had two sent to us for reviews. I purchased one for myself uh, to have so that nobody can take it from me. Um, and I went with the entry-level model. I went with the Core M3, 8 gig, 64 gig uh, configuration monster. The 649 model. Yeah, 650 bucks. And, I mean, it, uh, other than that, other than the internals being a little bit different, it's no different than any of the other models. So there's... I've just had no issue with it whatsoever. There's been no performance problems or whatever. It's the core M3 gets a 30,000 on octane. So I remember just a couple of years ago, if anything got anywhere close to 30,000, we were like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, and, we, we and recommended something in the, yeah, we recommended 15 to 17. Somebody's getting a, an alarm phone call, something. <laughs> Something just happened. Sorry, they were talking about watches a minute ago. I am wearing like I, I've I've worn Wear OS before, but I've never owned it, and I've never worn one for extended time. So we we have one in. We won't say what it is because we're going to do a little a little review here in a little while. But I'm wearing uh, a Wear OS watch, and I think I just hit the Find My Device button. <laughs> <laughs> I was new. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fidgety. I'm over here playing with it because it's doing things and downloading stuff. So yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, I don't yeah. know, the, the octane scores. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we would say fifteen to seventeen was like, hey, if you're going to buy a Chromebook and it gets fifteen to seventeen thousand, you you're think good, about it. right? Yeah. Now that that's been bumped up to the new norms, like twenty five. Yeah. yeah, but so, but I still think it still holds. Like a fifteen to seventeen thousand score, honestly, still holds. Right. Uh, for most Chromebooks, like, and the Chrome cool OS part is, is N four thousands. So the Gemini Lake, so the entry level, the cheapest Intel chip you can buy. And then it, the step up from it, so the the Pentium, the N five thousand, both of those processors now get between fourteen and seventeen thousand right. on Octane, and they are pretty great. Yeah, if to you be luck out and get and one that cheap, has eight gigs of RAM, cheap. then you've got a great because that's the only that's the only area Chrome and Chrome OS really struggle when you don't have the extra horsepower in the chip. And even even with, I mean, if you have a Core i seven with four gigs of RAM and you push it too hard, it's going to throw up. I mean, it just is. Yeah, I mean, Chrome out. eats RAM. It just is what it is yep. but one of those pentiums with the uh, eight gigs of ram they're they're not bad they're so, not bad at all but again you've got this entry level i'm, I'm doing air quotes here <laughs> entry level uh pixel book go and and people were asking about this and in nice ways and in mean ways um asking about uh you know what uh what the performance would be like on the, the the entry model and i i'd said in the in the review and i said it in the video too that we tested plenty of devices that were 1080p screens core m3 8th gen core m3 processor the exact same processor 8 gigs of ram 64 gigs of internal storage we'd you know used a couple of the acer or asus uh, we've C433. had the, H, the hp three or four variants yeah. of it in here well now those are the i3 they're not core. Oh, M3. you're right. Yeah, you're but right. but some of the new, those new ASUSes are a core M, yes. are core M3 eight gig. You know whatever yeah, you, the, the you, storage you is. You lived and with the C434 for a while. Tried to anyway. Yeah, the 434 yeah. is the same. The 433, the 425, all of them are that same configuration. And I never once thought performance was a problem. And yeah. so I knew that it wasn't going to be. But I, I knew if I was going to buy one of these things for myself, that's this was the one I was wanting to get, even though. People look at it, well, it's entry level or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. This thing is great at its $649 price. If it dropped to like $550 for Black Friday or something, it hasn't shown up yet well, that yeah. way. But if it does, 
Oh my gosh, what a great experience for that kind of price. Right. So so Google has put out a pre-Black Friday page um, where they're listing some of their deals. Yeah. Um, and the Pixelbook Go is absent from that list. Now, for to be fair, it's saying get a, I just pulled it up, Black Friday deals arrive Thursday, November 28th. Get a sneak peek now. Right. So 28th? I thought it was the 24th. Uh, 28th. There's really? a couple things that show up that have the special title. So the Pixel uh, Pixel 4 and 4XL go on sale $200 off on the 24th. Okay. Um, but what's funny is, and I, I get what they're kind of doing here, so it's the, kind of the header thing up there. And then if you go down, there's there's a scroller that has all kinds of products in it. Now, granted, Pixel Buds are in that scroller. Clearly, the Pixel Buds aren't going to be on sale. Uh, they're not even out, and they won't be out for months. But the Pixel Book Go is right there in that scroller, like right under the hero space so it makes me wonder if it might they might show up yeah you know on so, you surprise here's a pixel book go so yeah i mean they've got some cool deals on there we won't go that, through every if, one if of them. sales are doing anything right now i mean there's no incentive to go i mean drop the price no good on them for for getting it where they can if it, if if they're selling them because i mean i would think they are reviews are still coming out and reviews are still yep. saw, saw a couple this week where it's you know pixel book yeah. go second look it's now my favorite device you know, hold off. Yeah. Well, so so this is this brings up an interesting question uh, for the average person that might be listening who is in the market for a new Chromebook. They might be listening to this. So the spin is on sale for what? Was it five ninety nine? All right. So the spin's on sale for five ninety nine. It's got all the bells and whistles. It's like the opposite of the, <laughs> a little bit of the opposite of the Pixel Go, it right? Really is. But for the average person that's listening to this, maybe they don't have any specific needs. They just want a new device to have around. And they're listening to this. What would be your recommendation to them? I mean, for me, I would still buy the the Pixelbook Go. Um, I as a as a Chromebook, I like this device more than any other Chromebook I've ever used. That's counting the original Pixelbook. And, and you're saying just go buy this dude right, right. here, six hundred forty nine dollars. And having having used the Pixelbook Go this week at home and and just my regular daily driver, I would. T- I mean, I love the Spin thirteen. But it it's kind of a perfect example of beautiful overkill. Unless you specifically need the features that it offers, if you're going to have it in tablet mode, you're going to draw, you're going to do this, whatever, or you're going to be a developer and use Linux and need that Core i5. If it was my money, I would buy the Pixel well, Go also. It's funny. I mean, you get <laughs> you get you get going. I mean, we do this because we're techie. Uh, but you get going on all the specs and all the bells and whistles and you want this and you want that and man I can get this with all this extra stuff but then you comes down to actual day-to-day use yeah. and yeah, like when you real get, life use right. and like you what you actually do like in that grind yeah. of life when you're when you're day-to-day. when you're picking up this thing and going somewhere and using it what are you doing actually doing with your device right. and for 80 90 95% of us depending on your use case like you're probably opening it up and just using it like this. Like, I mean, I'm pointing down here to your to your Pixelbook Go laptop, you know, clamshell mode. You're opening it up. You're logging in. You're using it. You're you're getting on websites. You're you're using it in that form. And I love the touchscreen on this thing. I do love being able to reach up every now and then and tap it. Yep. yep. Um. But to be honest, I don't do it very often. No, every once. So in it's a while. cool that it's there, but it's yeah, not sometimes like when yeah. there's just a button. So that just goes to show, like, yeah, touchscreens are great, and I love convertible devices, and they're cool. But I mean, you talked about this in your review. When you really think about it, man, how how, how many times did you actually like? There might have been a lot of times that you flipped over the Pixel Book into 
uh, tablet mode just to like show like how cool it is that you can do it but like how many times did you actually do it where you needed to do it right where it was actually <laughs> right. a necessity where right. it was like something like man to do it. i'm so glad this thing could flip into tablet mode or else i wouldn't right finished xyz like yeah if i'm being honest i don't know that i had a single time that that was the case yeah um and same and thing again, with pens and like we talked with john yeah. sowesh about this like pens yeah. are cool and for some people like he said he uses his pen all the time but he said he does it for a couple things he'll just right. take screenshots mark them up and send them to somebody and say, hey, change that or do this. And that's this. cool. Right. And, that's cool. That, that, some of that stuff would be kind of nice. But if you're not writing like specific notes, like handwritten notes, if you're just circling and drawing arrows You can stuff, still do that. Do it with your finger or yeah. do it with a, you know, get you a little cheapo stylus and, and do it with that. Uh, right. I mean, if that's your workflow and that, and that's what, where you, you thrive at, then I do totally get that. But we've talked about this for years since we started doing this. We, we frequently get comments on articles where people will bash a device or say why can't manufacturers just do this or if they would just do that there's seven billion people in the world there's not there is no such thing as a perfect chromebook there's not no absolutely because once say you put take the acer 13 you know i I could change like five things about it and i would feel like hey this is this is it and he still wouldn't buy it (laughs) and I, i don't know if that's the case but there are some there are some unrealistic expectations that happen once you start trying to have a device that does everything. Well, and, and for instance, the the reason I say that is, the, I get a one finger lift on the Pixelbook Go that I love. I think that's one of my favorite things about it. And somebody commented, "Max have been able to do this for years." Yeah, I didn't I didn't say that they hadn't. And there are plenty of devices that have had a one finger lift. It's the first Chromebook that's pulled it off this well in a device. I, there aren't very many devices, Macs and stuff like the MacBook. The 12-inch MacBook is about this thin and light, and it pulls it off, and it feels equally magic to, to be able to do that and for engineering to be in place to do that. But my point is, you you can't get that with a convertible hinge. Like, I, I don't know if it's ever going to be possible. I just don't know that they can do that to have the hinge There's do what it needs to do. Yeah, I, I don't know that that's even possible. And so because of that, I'm going, okay, you clearly can't have one device then that's perfect for everybody because in order to have all the bells and whistles, it would have to be one that can convert. Well, for me, I like the one finger lift more than I need a convertible. So it's impossible to have the device that fits, that makes everybody completely happy. So it's not just a matter of throwing all the bells and whistles at it. It's a matter of going, what things do people really honestly use? And then making those things the best. The one thing I wish that they would add it on the, on the Pixelbook go is a fingerprint scanner. I, I don't really understand why they left that out. Yeah. Um, I, I know mean, it looked really good right there. Like, yeah, just because Lenovo's is right there and it's real just, subtle. Just, just right can, there. Yeah. It, it yeah. would have been great. It would have been an awesome add on, especially if you flip it open, touch it with your thumb. This, this that would have been great. This Acer weighs like four and a half pounds and it won't even get remotely close to doing a one finger lift. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just turned the whole yeah. thing over. So, uh, so there you have it. If you're, uh, if you're interested, if you're, if you're looking at these deals, um, at least in that price range, Robbie, saw, Robbie says buy the Pixelbook. Yeah, I would wait, though. I mean, we saw it with the Pixelbook uh, when it came out that Black Friday on Amazon and a few other places. It, it, w- it was on, on sale. sale. Yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine they wouldn't at least knock like 50 bucks off yeah. of it or something. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go on crazy sale. No, um, no. I think I think with the Pixelbook, they were... It was either fifty or... It may have been $100, been 100 off, but maybe. its base model was 1000 So, yeah. I mean, you know, a 10% knockdown. Sure. But so if you, you, get, get, it if you under, get this get for five ninety nine, man, yeah. there you go. It's at six, but that's the I love this thing because at six forty nine, I have no hesitation whatsoever telling people if, like even if you're full cool, price. Yeah, yeah, if you're cool with paying that much for any Chromebook, 
get this one. Like you will, you'll just be happy with it. And I know we're talking about Stadia in a minute, but playing Stadia on this thing, playing uh, uh, Destiny on it, is freaking awesome because the speaker sounds so good. Yeah, and the separation stereo is so good mm-hmm. that like. As long as I'm not bothering anybody around me, I can play without headphones in and just love the experience yeah. on this. So, so, it, so let's awesome. uh, let's take a quick break for an ad, and we will come right back with the the full report on Stadia. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. Uh, very fitting. During our break there, uh, the FedEx uh, guy showed up, and Gabe now has his uh, Founders Pack. Yeah. Controller. Founders Edition, One, two, sir. Two, three Whatever. days after yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you so all, that's a great jump-off point. That's a great starting. That's how we can talk about this whole point. Stadia experience. I'm going to unbox this where you all can't see it. So what <laughs> if you, if you had to give one summary of all of this, I think I, I, I think my summary would be uh, Google Stadia releases, comma, Founders are paying beta testers. That'd be my headline. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, it should be Google Stadia, in, in quotes, quotes, launches, launches yeah. founders become beta testers. Yeah. That's yeah. that's probably the, the sum headline. up of all yeah, of it. Because honestly, there, and I was playing with Robbie got into the office this, this morning. <laughs> there are some redeeming qualities already. There are some things that they are very enjoyable about it. And I have a high hopes for stadia but the launch was a stereotypical google mess it was just kind of hoping like stadia feels like this i don't know a little Separate bit more premium thing, thing. Yeah. Like, they've, they've really these, thought like, through they've done all, all these stadia stuff. connects and all yeah. the branding was so awesome so had, let's let's talk through some of those fumbles I had, I had real high quick. hopes i did too i really thought they were just going to launch this thing and that wasn't going to be the story, and instead, it turned into oh, the by story. By the way, I got my uh, I got my invite code yesterday, and my controller today. So, that's yeah. What time did you get your code? It was later on last. Yeah, night. it was later in the afternoon, yeah. evening, I think. Okay, because Josh got his a friend of ours got his late last night he while was, in a chat. Yeah, he was in he was in that. a queue to to ask like, hey, what's going on? I've had like he got his. Uh, Founders Edition box the same day I did day one. Uh, it was sitting at his on his porch, and didn't get his invite code. So we'll we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. But he just got his. He was five hundred and sixty in the queue. So there's there's a handful of other people the, the that help, are disgruntled. The help, the help chat. Yeah, queue. the help not, chat. Not his queue. ordering queue. Yes, yes, yeah. correct. Um, so yeah, the the beginning of this whole thing. Uh, it started with Google coming out and saying really clearly, and I, I had seen it somewhere already. And then Kyle Bradshaw over at Nine to Five, he actually grabbed. Um, I'm not even sure where he got screenshot it. Of it. It's it's a screenshot of it. Screenshot of Reddit. It's from the Reddit. The chat. Reddit, yeah. yeah. Uh, when they were just like AMA. so confidently saying, "Hey, if you've pre-ordered and you were early enough and you're in that first batch, you're going to get uh, your your Founders Edition stuff, like the the physical stuff, in the mail uh, almost right uh, right away. So look at your shipping; you'll know when it's going to come. And the moment your stuff ships, you'll get your invite code." 
Now, I can go back and forth on whether or not an invite code was the right way for them to do it. I think it wasn't. I think they should have sent invite codes out. Let me link my Google account to it way prior to any of this happening. Yeah. Yeah. Let me sign in when it gets here. And, you you know, I could have signed into Stadia and it just been like, hey, no games available right now or something, whatever. Like, there was no point in the way that they waited to send out invite codes. But they chose to do that, and that's how they were going to go about it. Fine. So when they and they even said twelve o'clock Eastern Standard, nine a.m. Pacific. So the the package arrives on my porch. Um, the video we just put out shows a little bit of that. We run over to the house, get it, unbox it, and do all that kind of stuff prior to grab lunch, waiting for an invite code because it's going to show up. Anything. Robbie's Robbie cleared like, out his inbox. So yeah, I made sure so I could <laughs> see it. You know, and here we sit and twelve ten, twelve fifteen. 12:45 and at about one o'clock I was just like I guess it's not it's not going to show up it's going to show up whenever they want it to now and that went clearly like in the face of what they had basically promised for months like hey you were early you got this thing and I had the hardware and I'm just sitting there like and it was they were supposed to send the invite code when it shipped it shipped the day before right. so and I was like well maybe they won't they'll wait till noon this is Google they own Gmail. Like basically, they own email. Founders, on the yeah. I mean, we not everyone, but we ordered ours on June June sixth. Yeah, I mean, now right they away. didn't. They did not charge your cards until right before they shipped. Yeah, over so, the weekend. But still, these emails could have been in the chamber for months. The minute the card yeah. was charged, fired. Yeah, and so no email goes out. Um, and about five hours later, you know, I've already written a post and you know kind of put them on blast a little bit just like it's kind of ridiculous and at that point there was nobody from google was saying anything there was no official like hey yeah we screwed this up there's an issue there's a problem none of that stuff it was just like well you'll get them i was in a chat i got in a chat before the chat blew up and the guy in the chat was like oh you know we still show you in the window to get your code within the next few days and i'm like but i have the hardware here like why why it's not just that it shipped it already shipped landed on my porch i've unboxed it i'm sitting here holding it when am I? When should I expect to get this invite code? Because oh, by the way, we had set aside time to to film something today for this, and now we're just like, oh, well, I guess we'll just do something else instead. It's insanely frustrating. I'm in the middle of that chat, and I literally got my invite code while I was in there. Um, invite code shows up, or no, no, I'm sorry, we were messing with the Chromecast. I casted something. Somebody said uh, Joe was like, I can't see the Chromecast, and I was like, here it is, and I cast my screen up, and, and at that moment, up, yeah. that email came in. I was like, oh. It's here. It's on the big you know, screen. So it's five <laughs> it's hours. Five hours of just kind of wondering what was going on. Google then came out later that night and said, hey, look, there was an issue. Something happened as we went to send these emails out, and they were going out of order. Like the queue got messed up. And it's like, I get that. I get there could be an issue there. All of this could have been avoided by getting rid of this goofy invite code <laughs> yeah. nonsense. I don't. That, what's the point of that? You have to use your Google account to sign into it. I could have attached those things. Two months ago, like yeah, that, and don't that tell me so you don't have silly. the tech to do that. Yeah, come on, <laughs> I, I don't understand yeah, what any of that weird. was about. And there's still people that like Gabe just got his hardware in. He ordered. We literally ordered the exact same time. They took his money before they took mine, uh, and so those showed up at different times. And I'm just like, yeah, Google it got out launch, of order. Yeah, it got out of order. Everything something. Was just out of order. Yeah, right. <laughs> just one time. <laughs> Just launch something, right? And this wasn't oh, it. Oh boy! This yeah, because this this wasn't some software platform. This wasn't Allo. This wasn't something that was just wide open to anyone. 
This was a limited release of a product. That people paid money for. This wasn't a free service from Google. Mm -hmm. They took your money. And so at that point, you've got to tighten this ship up a little bit. But they're rolling out now, apparently, and people are getting their invite codes. A friend of ours, Josh, who we just mentioned, uh, he... He had his hardware. He just got his invite code late last night. Um, so, I mean, it it's rolling out. It's happening. And again, had they not said those things up front? If they just would have said invite codes are right. going to roll out over starting, the release day starting at this time, right. would have been totally Nobody different. Nobody would have thought anything No one about even it. would have said anything. Hey, if you're right. unhappy, hop in the chat. They'll probably give you a free Google Home Mini or something. Good luck with that. <laughs> I tried to hop in the chat today because I was having a connection issue yeah. uh, on the Pixelbook Go. Um, no Wi-Fi problems. Like every time it had the connection issue and said I didn't have enough internet, I would then run their built-in connection, and it would say, "Hey, your connection's awesome. You'll have a great gaming." Yeah, I mean, experience. we're so, on gig internet with yeah three wi- Google Wi-Fi routers, and it's in a the Chromebook. Building. So, I trust me. My first thought is there's something wrong with the firmware on my Pixelbook Go. The Wi-Fi is jumping in and out. Something's right. it's it's going to sleep or whatever. I could not get it to test. Running Google's speed test, running Stadia speed test, running Ookla's speed test. Not one time, anytime those things were happening, could I get it to run a a, a, a borked speed test where it's like, oh yeah, it is dropping connection. I'm having, no. I'm never having any other issues just in Stadia, and it's blaming my internet. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on with that. The web player, there, there are going to be some hiccups there probably, but that's the bad stuff. Um, there's one other bad thing. Um, that when we got uh, when we got the thing set up, the first thing I wanted to try was let's let's go and and get hands on with the controller and the Chromecast because this is kind of the way that they're shipping the thing. Like this is the the core experience. It's how be. you like first set up your. Yeah, I mean that that should be the initial like hey here's the here's the experience. Um, I'm not a controller guy, so I I was already like I just want to get on my on my Chromebook and play. That's what I'd rather do, but I want to see how this works. And we started loading up games, and we're starting to play Destiny, and it looked amazing. Like, everything rendered great, and it sounded great, and all that stuff. But it seemed like, hey, there might be a little bit of controller lag here. And I couldn't tell. Like, maybe Destiny's controls are just kind of fluid like this, and maybe that's what it is. So then we launched uh, Samurai Showdown. I don't play that game either, but, you know, it's a fighting game, so quick twitch mash some buttons and see what happens well that's what Joe said well just mash some buttons I'm like no dude when I push up it's like up (laughs) jump up (laughs) jump you know um, and for games like that that's just not good at all and so I really honestly I just yeah and it's not the game because I did that was the first game I loaded because I was at home when my invite code came so I loaded that game first and there are keyboard controls they're nightmarishly impossible it's like <laughs> never tried I, to play I promise like you it's like keyboard. 7890 shift alt forward slash they're they're all over the key you can remap them but the default what's key, it used for the direction like the, the yeah, your yeah. left stick is so, what uh so your arrows your arrow keys are oh. left left and right and then Perfect. seven eight nine and zero are your different attacks so i'm like mm. this is the why not use the universal default wasd <laughs> yeah. i mean anyways the game was butter on the Chrome, oh, yeah. on the Pixelbook Go, so it's it's not the game. Yeah, there's something up with the way one of the technological advances, let me say, of, of the controller is the fact that through the through the app and the setup process was a breeze. It was great. Uh, didn't have to like go get books or look anything up. It walked you through the whole thing of connecting your controller to the Chromecast and making sure the controller got online. It, it does it does all that really well. So I was very pleased with the way the setup went, but part of the tech that was supposed to solve so much of this was the fact that your controller's hooked to Wi-Fi. So 
it now is told to go to the same server that you're streaming the game from instead of going to the Chromecast to go to the server. So it took out a step, remove more latency, make it even better. That that setup is the worst from a latency standpoint that we experienced. Now, I talked about this in the video. There's there's the part of it that's Stadia is a server that can react and stream real time to your TV. That part clearly has no issue, and we'll we'll discuss the other steps of that and why we kind of can tell that that's not the problem. The other part is your input method. So what what way that you're going to actually push buttons and directions that are going to go to the server. And when it's the controller over a Wi-Fi network talking to the – it's not actually talking to the Chromecast at all. It's talking to the server. The Chromecast is talking to the server, and you're seeing the, the culmination of those two things. There is a discernible lag, like quarter-second lag. So we're talking what? 250 milliseconds. Right. You start talking about that kind of lag in gaming. That is that's not anywhere near. You you can't be competitive, and it's it's just hard to play. Uh, um, and one one side note, uh, when you get games, you can return them. <laughs> that, that's a dangerous thing for me. <laughs> oh boy. I, that, yeah, that oh, just sums up. Many, I'm gonna get many, kicked out of Google so Play. How many so. games have you returned? Just two. Okay. Just two right. in, in two days. Don't get kicked <laughs> out of Stadia, man. <laughs> Ban hammer. Yeah. You're gone. <laughs> no, they, Robbie, they have a, Robbie has a tendency of returning things if you haven't caught on to that yeah, already. Yeah. Um, but their return policy is pretty cool. If as long as you uh, return the game within 14 days or within two, and within two hours of gameplay. So you can't go and like beat, beat the game again. and try to return it. Like that's not going to work. I didn't like this game. <laughs> this but is terrible. You played it for two hours. <laughs> so yeah. So once you've, once you've logged two hours, it's not returnable. No, I can't um, return Stadia. Or but, Destiny, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it um, was free. And so, yeah, I got Red Dead Redemption, and I just... There's some of the stuff that I'm just like, man, I've been out of gaming for, like that, like console gaming for a while. Clearly, I'm just... I'm not the target it's audience very, anymore. Yeah. Very yeah. story And, like, yeah. get into all this stuff. I'm like, man, I, I don't have time for this. Like, let me get in and, and do some things. Uh, Destiny got, got to that point pretty quickly, and so I've started really enjoying the game yeah. um, uh, real quickly. At first, I was like, I don't know about this, but... It's pretty cool. Uh, we're old guys trying to learn new video games, yeah, so it's, yeah. Red it's been Dead, rough. <laughs> I'm sure Red Dead Redemption gets really neat eventually. I'm just like, man, I, got, I don't have time for the no. cowpoke stuff. I just, I, Zelda's I, the only game that I can exhaust that much storyline on. But you're already invested from right. years past. Right. Like, I'm cool with that. Uh, and Zelda even rolls out the storyline as you do things. Like, man, I was like, it took me like 30 minutes to go find the, a, a post office and talk to this guy. I'm just like what am I, what is this? Like, I don't have, I don't have the time. I got kids and a job, you know, like I don't have time for this, you know, this Ish. kind of stuff. I've got like, Hey, I want to be able to sit down and play for 30 minutes or 45 minutes and then close it up and walk on. And like those types of games just aren't in. So, and then I got, we got grid. Uh, part of it was like, I'm going to buy grid and that way Joe can have something to play, you know, like he'll, he'll get into this whole thing. And man, grid seems like it's like super involved. Um, I don't, I don't really play racing games, but I, I, I drive a car, you know. <laughs> it's legit. Yeah. And it's like legit this was racing game. way harder than any car I've ever driven. Like I was like running into stuff and spinning out, and the graphics looked amazing. Um, yeah, everything lo- like your entire scenery. Yeah, I mean, in, like I was wanting, like Joe was playing, and I was looking as he would like come over some hills, and I'm like looking way off in the distance, and there's there's stuff rendered way out. Like it, it's amazing. Uh, 
but way too intense for anything I'm gonna sit and pl- I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna sit and put enough time into to get good enough at it. Like if it's right. not Mario Kart, I'm not gonna I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna spend time getting good at a racing game. So I returned it to and seamless. Like I I went you go to the Play Store and you go to settings, account, purchases, you click you know you gotta click report a problem, which is kinda weird. Um, but once you click report a problem, I wanna return this, you tell them why. I just said, "Hey, look, I, I, this is too involved. I don't, I don't want to play it." And within about fifteen minutes, money was back in my account. So returns on games, yeah, that's legit. Like, well done. They were, they were clearly ready for that, and uh, they did a good job with that. So, but we did get to try some games and and try some other stuff, and so we moved on to the you know the Pixel Book, and that was kind of like step two of of okay, it's laggy on the Chromecast. What's it going to be like on the Pixelbook? And I think, I mean, Gabe and I can both speak to, like, and not just Pixelbook, just Chromebooks in general, um, speak to the benefits. I mean, there's some there's some downsides. So now you got a downside of, of input lag from the um, controller when you're talking uh, Chromecast. But when you move to Pixelbook uh, or any Chromebook, like, that's gone. Yeah. Like, input it's, lag is, it, it's crazy how yeah, good we it is. jumped in a we jumped in a team match in destiny last night like late last night and of course i'm sitting on the couch didn't have a mouse i'm trying to use a trackpad did you have headphones in nope i was just sitting <laughs> just on using the couch the, with the go and it sounded great it sounded incredible like it, it sounded like you had headphones on like i didn't hear a really. bunch of room noise or anything oh, I had the, 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 the tv mic was on the go is really yeah, the is tv like was good. the tv was on and everything i could yeah. hear it but it sounded like it was like in the next room yeah. almost like it would pick up in, in headphones no. almost like it was That's it was good. super quiet but i mean the the gameplay was was seamless yeah it, and it was it was incredible it was what kind of brought me around to like okay i think i'm gonna like this game like i've never played co-op first person shooters i've just never been into that kind of stuff um and so like i i, I just wanted to get in like give me team deathmatch you know give me you know zone control stuff and it has that but you know the the, the bulk of destiny is built around this co-op player thing and so i was like well let's see because we wanted to test what it would be like to do parties in stadia like let's add friends let's jump in a party see what the voice chat's like voice chat was yeah superb uh it actually lets you on the fly while you're in the game switch to the game's voice chat did you ever switch over i did not because um, i was going to try to talk to we had a we had a we had a third fourth, and yeah for third or fourth guy yeah because josh never got in um and we couldn't I couldn't talk to him because we were in our Stadia party chat. It's like we can't talk to him. He's not in our Stadia party. Yeah, because I, Stadia I, I friend. switched out, but I didn't see where to change it. So and he may I not have been talking, gotta... but I wanted to switch over and just be like, hey. Yeah, he's probably like, who are these is? idiots getting me killed in here? Yeah. Hey, we finished the mission. That's all that matters. But uh, They did. You know, I went the, to bed. <laughs> I don't know how the voice chat was with uh, in-game. In we'll have to test that and yeah. see. Um, but, you know, the Stadia voice chat stuff, the party making, all that stuff really cool i wish he had like the ability to type chat to people that would be pretty dope hopefully they add that but right now it's it's voice chat but it works insanely well the audio sounds really good it doesn't sound like you're talking through a can and so we we tried that last night uh both using pixelbook goes at different residences and the gameplay was great like i didn't have any of the hiccups that i'd been having with the web player uh and I just kind of was sold on the idea of like yeah. going and trying to accomplish these missions like together with other people. Other yeah, friends. I mean, we play PUBG regularly, and it's it's not uncommon to be playing because you have a hundred people from all over the world playing in, in a match, 
and you'll see people just ghost. They'll they'll glitch across the sh- screen. You'll be shooting right. at them. They'll pop up a hundred feet to the right. None of that. There no. was none of the the real time players were all fluid. The, yes, the, the, the that graphics was the cool rendering too. everything. Everything was just it, it was incredible. Like, there were times like I was like looking around for some more ammo or something. I look off in the distance and I could see Gabe's character and you know and he's like ten pixels tall because he was so far away. But what I could see was still animating with perfect fluidity, and he's moving like he's still rendered out there because Stadia is a monster. Like it can still render all of that stuff, and it, it, we're all on the same server. We're all playing. It'd be like us all plugging our monitors into the same PC and playing multiplayer. Mm-hmm. There's no need for all the. Well, I got to talk to his computer, and his computer's got to come back and tell me where his position is, and da, 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 all that. No, none of that stuff's a thing. Like, and that's the benefit of of Stadia, and so. The experience on the Pixelbook Go for me has been, it's my favorite part of Stadia so far. Yep. Um, it's not to say it's without issue. There there are times when the graphics glitch. Yes. There are times it'll just like pause for a second. So think about watching a YouTube video and your, your Wi-Fi kind of craps out for a second and it kind of goes grainy and it stops. And then it comes back grainy and then it's back in. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I've noticed it's, it's when you're in when it's happened to me it's generally when you're in a longer campaign and you've gone further into a campaign it's not like it's sporadic or it happens right out of the gate i I played yes this morning at length and didn't have it happen until right near the end there was a massive battle and you know i was playing with other players but even then when it does glitch it's not it's not to the point that it i would say it interferes the gameplay because it's not like you freeze or anything like that, and and it picks right back up. So, and know. even I, I could just be making stuff up in my head, but it almost feels like the, and just in the course of a couple days, it's it's gotten more stable. It's gotten better already in the web player specifically, and the benefit there is once they get it figured out, that's the easiest way to jump into a Stadia game. Because oh, by the way, you can hook your controller in with the USB C cable. And you can play with it. And that's how we know, like using the controller on the Pixelbook is how you know there's no latency issues with the controller and sending those types of controls to the Stadia server. Hooked into the Pixelbook, hooked into my phone too, there's no issue with, with input lag. It only happens when, when the Stadia directly, controller is directly right. connected to Wi-Fi. Right. Um, and so, so plug straight in, no issues. No issues. So only, my so guess the, is if you only, could plug into like the, the Chromecast right. somehow, like it would alleviate that too, okay. but you, you can't okay. do that. Okay, so um, so what else? I mean, we, you've you've tried it these couple different ways, like um, the the phone. Uh, yeah, the phone ended up actually being, being the best w- overall, right? Um, which is shocking. They don't include like the claw thing. So if you're gonna play, a you've got to hook the controller in or for right now, um, which is probably a good thing because if it's not doing well with the Chromecast, doing the whole Wi-Fi controller setup probably isn't gonna be great. Um, I. We don't have a Bluetooth controller sitting around anywhere. I don't think I've got another USB controller like yeah, that. I need to try cat somewhere, but, um, I, but I think where it, it is. I want to say there's a way you can pair up uh, the because we, remember we found commits for the Nintendo Switch controller. Yep. I've got a Pro controller. I should try that. See what happens. But I think a Bluetooth controller would probably even perform better than the Stadia one is right now. Uh, my guess is they're going to be working that out because. Again, the, the, the primary way, the primary expression of Stadia is Chromecast and Stadia controller. That's, yeah, you can switch to these other things, but like the primary way 
that they I think that they want people to use it is that way. Well, and they've I mean, got to fix Think that. about a PS4 or an Xbox or whatever. Like, right. It's going to be in your living room. Yeah, you're, kind of you're sitting and playing video games. And so they've got it. They've got to address that. And the cool part is they don't have to worry about like fixing all the graphic issues and it's, it looks crummy. And you know, there are people getting upset about you know it's not fully 4K on blah blah blah. I'm like, eh, yeah, it's upscaled 4K on some games and. Yeah, you know, they need to deal with how they're going to position that stuff. But at the end of the day, this Stadia is for casual gamers. Uh, it's for people that like us that just want to jump in and play some games, and I don't want to invest a ton of money into a console. Like this is the way forward for people yeah, like that. That kind of fat middle. Think, uh, this could look better. Not no, once. I'm just like, no, this looks awesome. This looks great. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm not a hardcore gamer. I don't think Stadia is for hardcore gamers. I think those people are still going to want to go buy their own stuff and trick out their own PCs and do all that kind of stuff. This is for people that don't want to invest in those particular ecosystems that much. They just You just want to get online and play a game. And and ultimately, like the phone, kind of, kind of coming back to that, the phone ended up being the best overall um performance i don't want to say experience because i don't want to play a big but game they, on a little bitty phone but they didn't send you a c to c cable no, yeah i have no yeah so there's two things i'm missing a claw so i had my phone set up against like a, a your little glass wireless. well you had your little wireless charger yeah that was up. here at home when i tested i just there was a glass on the table and i just propped my phone up against the glass <laughs> plugged the 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 controller into the phone but i had to use the adapter i got in the box with my pixel 4 because they sent an a to c like we said earlier to a to charge c. it with the block yeah right? And, but that's also the, the adapter they expect you to plug it in because you can't use the Stadia controller with your phone in any other way. You have to plug it yeah, in. Yeah, but no phone has a USB-A on it. No. So they just expect you to well, have the adapter? if you were using your... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess. I, uh, it's bizarro. That's so weird. Um, and they should at least send a, an adapter or they should, should have put a C2C block in there is what should yeah, have happened. Why, why was the block not a C charger like you yeah. get with your phone? And yeah, it should have been the Pixel charger, like 100%, but whatever. Maybe it they'll works. fix it for the other ones. Yeah. yeah. The the adapter worked fine. Hooking it in obviously took all input lag away. There was no lag whatsoever. The fidelity of the image on the phone looked exactly like the Chromecast did, where it just looked crisp all the time. Now, I think it only does 1080p on the phone for right now. 1080p on a six and a half inch screen is more pixels than your eyeballs can take in anyway. So, dude, no issues. Most whatsoever. of the time, when you watch like YouTube videos and stuff, I think my phone a lot of times will play them at 720. Yeah, your <laughs> most eyeballs, of the time I don't even notice. Like, yeah, your, your eyes can't really make that stuff out. And so, yeah. unless you're playing on a 4K TV and you're looking at it next to the Xbox or something playing in 4K, you're probably not going to see the issues. Or so, the, so the difference. You, you don't have a 4K TV at home, right? No, I don't. I didn't, even, I didn't even set it up at no. home. Uh, this no, is a ten. So we need to we need to go over that. to my house and and plug it in. Yeah, do some and, stadia. And for what I Ultra. understand, um, um, it's come out that and they even said this. Um, Bungie has said, "Hey, we're we're actually running on the server. We're running Destiny in 1080p, and then we're upscaling it to 4K. Whatever the heck that means. Um, so it's not running in 4K. And some people are upset about that. And I, again, I I just can't find it in me to care. Um, but the, for the people that are upset about it, I mean, I completely understand it's, it's a little bit of, uh, it feels deceptive a little bit in, in the way they're, they're positioning it. It's like same thing with some of these other things, just position it the right way. Just say what it is. Like you don't have to sound, there are going to be titles that stream in 4k hundred percent, but they wanted to make it sound amazing. Like 4k 60 frames, you know, with the pro edition and sure that's great. But if a, if a game manufacturer looks at their game and says, you know what? There's just no way we can do that and stream it and get the performance we need to make the game look good. They can make that decision to go 10, 
1080p upscaled. Uh, Red Dead Redemption does 1440p upscaled to 4K. So um, there aren't there are some games that aren't running at 4K, like true 4K. They're not running at 4K on the server. It's not to say they won't. Once they figure some more stuff out, we're super early days here. Um, and at the end of all of this, like instead of feeling like, oh, you know, Google's lied to us and you know they've ripped us off or something like that. Like we said at the beginning, it feels like we're all beta testers. Again, I wish they would have just said that. Uh, it feels like we're all beta testing something right now, but it's something that has so much promise, I think. And, I, and there have been glimpses, like when we played for 45 minutes last night, and it was just great. I was just in the game and playing it. I wasn't sitting and thinking about, oh, this is Stadia. Graphic like, integrity is going to do it. Like, I didn't have to think about any of those things. I just, just played the game, and it was great. And the video and the audio chat was great. And yeah. I, like, I sense. I yeah, sense. it didn't feel like we were in some kind of preview thing where it's like, oh, this is, this is good, but it's kind of buggy. It's like, this is really good. And, and it felt like it's it, only going to get better. Yeah, I, mean, it re- I mean, it is, period. The web player itself, again, that's being all served over the internet. So it's not like, oh, well, they've got to send an update to Chrome to do something better. No, no. it's just the codec needs to clean up and the way that they deliver it. And the more input they get from users across a broader spectrum, the better they're going to be able to do it. So. I don't think I'm even making stuff up to say that it feels like it got better from yesterday to today. It like probably it, did. It literally I mean, it could, probably did. could clean up. They can apply some machine learning Be- to stuff and they, let the let the machine go and have data. figure it out. They yeah. have real data now. They've been they've this thing has been um, probably getting thrown around, you know, with different developers and internally and they've been testing things as much as they can, but until you deploy something, I mean any any coder will tell you this, you know, until you deploy a, a service or a website if you build a website and put it out there like you're not going to find true bugs until you put it out there in the real world yep and they're getting real data they're getting real feedback now and i sense i don't know like i, I sense a little bit of a shift it, gabe didn't get his invite code like but when you first opened it up and we were playing like i sensed a little bit of like let down oh man oh i don't know like you, you you weren't saying it yet you didn't say anything about it but i sensed it and you were just like oh just mm, okay well it's not it's, this is i don't know what's going on and I'm trying to figure this out and then like throughout the day yesterday and then like today like you're on board today yeah <laughs> like was, you know it, it and, like, really just, was that gaming session last night that helped me took, help me go yeah, huh, yeah. like this this is going to be something. And like, not this that, is going to be something. Not that the, so we put out a little video just talking about 24 hours in using Stadia. Um, it actually went out today, but we recorded it yesterday. And yes. um, um, like, it, it, you weren't you weren't salty in the video, but you you know you you expressed it like, hey, look, like this isn't working, and this like if you're if you're going into it right now and you're experiencing some of these things, like you're not alone as a founder and you're you're playing like this is what's kind of going on. Um, and I think you ended that video very positively, saying, you know, look, we're there's so much potential here. Like this could be a really cool thing in the future. And, and, and you are a beta tester, you know, I mean, you're a paying beta tester. Oh yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. It it is what it is. But I sense today, definitely some like you're, you're excited about it. I think both you guys, yeah, maybe, maybe you all hop in in that session last night. I'm excited to get to to play a little bit. I I didn't do the founders because I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really not into gaming at all. Um, I play PUBG with you guys whenever we hop in on a session, right. and, and, and I'm into that. Um, I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater growing up. That's about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I did have Dirt, the rally game, and I did really enjoy that, but I never got into like the missions and stuff. Like Me and my buddies would just play multiplayer. Right. But I am excited to, to hop in and uh, borrow, borrow a, a controller and a phone from you guys because uh, uh, 
as the guys will will tell you, uh, I was a little stressed this morning. We've we've tried. We I, I found some different video methods that we're testing out, and we recorded a video. So typical me, like rather than testing it and being like, "Oh, cool, like this is gonna work," like we just recorded yesterday's video, <laughs> like without just do it, yeah, without without <laughs> testing all, it, all without without doing anything. So. Uh, it took a little figuring out, but I think it looks really cool. So because of that, though, like I haven't even had, like, I've been all in on that video and editing, and like, I hadn't even had a chance to even mess around with it on either of your, you know, uh, logins. So um, I think whenever we get a buddy pass, hopefully one of you guys will spare a buddy pass, please. Yeah, I, yeah, I do wish yeah. that they would have <laughs> given us the buddy passes too. Like, So anyone gate. that has Founders uh, Edition is going to get one buddy pass for three months is that what it is i think that's what it is and is that's it right. pro it's well three i mean pro is the only thing that's out right now yeah so so it, g- it, yeah kind of give a rundown of what's out what people can do right now if someone's hearing this and they're like man this sounds dope like i want in like what can someone do right now and uh, when when can when's full rolling out like what's what's the other the edition premiere premiere premier. what is it what does it give you it's just Same a stuff. controller you no, don't get the you don't get the founders edition controller yeah so that right navy controller you get the white controller that's yeah. it yeah you get the what we get to choose your controller but it comes if you all want to email us bids i haven't opened mine yet but it's going <laughs> to take a lot of money for me to let go of this i'm just saying yeah uh, so yeah pull it up real quick i want i just so uh, just so I people that are listening because uh, i don't know how many people did the founders let's be let's be real it, it it took millions. <coughs> they sold yeah, I don't know how many quick, they took. They, they sold out. But they, it could have been five thousand. I've, I've got a 50. I've got a buddy that's that's super into gaming, and he got really into Hello. Destiny. Um, and uh, I don't even think he did Founders. Like he just was kind of like, ah, I want to kind of see what what happens. And so Chromecast so, Ultra White Controller, three months of Stadia. Which Pro. the White Controller so, looks same so thing. dope. Yeah, so it's a, it's the same thing. Uh, you just don't get. The, the parts of coming into Founders, and it's the same price as the Founders Edition was, too. So it's you, got, not, you got your gamer name? Yeah. So we were able to snag the gamer name that we wanted. Um, you were. Oh, was yours taken? Well, I had to use my Ingress name because the Nephilim was taken. So I, really? had, to do, I had to use my Ingress one. I don't so, think this one comes with the with the uh, buddy pass. Yeah, you might not get a buddy pass with the new yeah. one, and I don't even this know. This wasabi one's cool looking though. I want to buy that one. The wasabi ones. We got some footage of that one at the Google event. It was pretty cool. I also don't know like when would this be expected to ship? Like how? If you order it right now, like does it ship tomorrow? I would hope not. Because there's still founders that don't have them yet. It's Stadia Pro, so I mean, I would assume they'd still get it now. But I guess yeah. so. There's like, sure, they've got all this stuff in stock, so there's all no right. reason for them not what, to send I'll, it. I'll just go order it and see just if go it comes buy out. it. Do it. You can return it. It's <laughs> fine. Okay, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> you just say you don't like it. All right. So oh, hopefully, you're, you're well, right. we don't know, but if you wanted to try this out, go onto the Google Store. Um, I think we've got it linked. Do we have it linked in an article? Did you link it in our in an article mm. that you put? out yeah no somewhere uh, <laughs> but yeah if you just go to the google store right yeah. at the top there you click yeah. on yeah they have yeah. a gaming tab now so that's pretty yeah cool. and so uh so that comes pro's with, gonna pro's gonna keep going right now so yeah that one's gonna yeah. come with everything that that you all uh got it's gonna and come at with the, at the time at the time too that pro uh because w- with this 129 dollar investment basically in this whole thing you got the the chromecast ultra the controller buddy pass oh and, and three and months of pro which for is those, 999 for those that have an ultra like me at home <clears> uh <throat> Google has said there's going to need to be a firmware update yes. on existing Chromecast Ultras yes, to, yes. to now work with Stadia. Yes, and so, so that's use not the one out that yet. comes in the box. Yes, yeah, if you do get it, um, and and so in three months when our Pro subscriptions, the free Pro subscriptions run out, 
Excuse me. Um, Both of you guys yawning. Yeah, Gabe yawned, and I'm like, we're, we're excited. We're excited about Stadia over here. <laughs> oh, so sleepy. <sighs> you, you guys, you guys gamed it's, late it's science, last night. It's science, man. Uh, you talk and talk and talk. All your oxygen gets expended. Your, yeah. your brain wants a yawn. Um, <laughs> but uh, once that three-month of free pro is done, uh, that'll be right about the time in February when Stadia Base rolls out. For me, that's probably where I'm going. The uh, free. There's yeah. some benefits to being in the pro level. 4K60 is one of them. I have zero need for that. I, right. I'm going to probably play on my Chromebook most of the time. So I, I that's just not interesting to me. But there are games already in the store right now. Uh, it launched with 22 games. Um, and there are a handful in the store already that are marked way down for pro right. subscribers. But, but we get to keep. So Founders got de- the Destiny Two bundle, yep. and Samurai Showdown, yep. and we claim those when we set yeah, up the so app. We get to keep. So those. they're ours. So yeah. I mean, yeah, even if you just are a hardcore Destiny fan and, and yeah, just want to play that, okay, you get all this for 129 bucks. Yeah. And the premiere so. does that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, sure. don't <laughs> I, know i ask all the hard questions honestly don't know if ask, it comes with that or not i ask all the hard questions i mean gosh i would think it would and then so with well, your yeah, pro it's, it's, with your pro it's you get part one of, it's part of stadia pro it's and, not and pro the gets one edition. game a month uh that's what they're thinking they never okay. put themselves on that hook but likely a free game a month probably so is going to come you, along with it do you think you guys will get another free game like while it just it should. We should get three, yeah. uh, but we'll see. Uh, and and again, part of that will like if if we get another free game and then I buy another one like that comes out and it's like oh man that one's super cheap because I'm a pro member like maybe I stick with the pro thing I don't know and it's but nine ninety nine a month yeah okay. um, so but when you go to Stadia Base ten eighty p sixty frame is your your cap um, but it costs nothing. It doesn't cost you anything to have Stadia. It's just just crazy. See, by the time three months arrives, my kids will have watched everything available on Disney Plus. So I can just cancel that and pay for my money. There you go. So, so for (laughs) me, so for me, I have an Ultra already. Yep. The controllers are going to release eventually, and they're going to be seventy dollars. Yeah, I think they're sixty. I could just go buy a a controller, buy Grid, and just play on my phone for free. Yeah. Are they going to sell ads and stuff on this? Like, how can they do that? Well, because they're still they're still allowing you to like the licensing for the games and stuff. They yeah, get still some have to of that buy money. The game. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, like when when you buy an Xbox game, it's not just the game maker yeah, making money. Yeah, but Xbox got my money when I bought the console. Now yeah, with partly. Stadia, I'm buying a they partly got a the controller money that. and that's it. There's or some of that I, some of that money still goes to Xbox, goes to Microsoft sure. when you buy that game for but the licensing. Like, but then like. My, my buddies who have PS4s, you can use a PS4 controller with this eventually, right? Yeah, PS4, So they could Xbox. just buy, go and buy games and use their PS4 controllers and mm-hmm. never actually pay for Pro. Correct. That's fascinating. Yeah, and I'm how watching, those will all work and I'm, like how to work with the Chromecast yeah, eventually, I, I don't know. I'm watching Silicon Valley right now. And if, anybody, if anybody's watched Silicon Valley, I've been trying to get these guys to watch it. But it's if, on the HBO. So, so they're uh, not gonna they're not gonna understand. Yeah, HBO now. Uh, but there's games there's to play. <laughs> there's a there's a gamer on there that has this game and like it's this whole decentralized internet thing and it's no ads and all this. But this one gamer is like mining user data and then starts <laughs> starts serving up ads in the game and he's using your voice to to trigger ads. So like if you're like man, I really want to go on vacation, a Southwest plane flies over in the game. <laughs> That's gonna be Stadia. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think Google would do that, but. Um, but yeah, so uh, so the the pro s- subscription is coming along with with what you guys have right now. Going to get a free game. Um, obviously, the founders uh, ha- has sold out. But if you're interested, you can go ahead and go buy 
the Premier Edition yes. for $129. And it sounds like it's going to get you most of kind of what you yeah, all I think got it's with the nobody, Founders. I think it's Nobody Pass. And but I, are, did you figure out, are you getting the game with it? Yeah, I think so. You're yeah, because the, the game comes with Pro. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. yeah. So, you so, just so, get so that you're getting it. So right. you're getting that. So then when base rolls out, um, that's uh, February, correct? Is that what you yes, said? Yes, February yeah. 2020 is what All they right. said. I'm clicking through this just to see if there's any point where it's like, oh, not available or shipping. And I've got well, all the way to the you, checkout you page. You can check out, yeah. Okay, interesting. It's so not I guess available in Hawaii, could, though. Sorry. Man, you dude, how funny, how funny would it have been? I should have done this just to mess with you on, guys. On the day of launch, I order one, buy, get I went and bought Premiere, and it shows up before you guys got your Founders Edition. Oh, that would have been mean. That would have been so mean. Salt in the wound right there, oh, buddy. <laughs> so mean. And that's, that is the reason, honestly, that it was so frustrating that right. they didn't get those invite codes out on time. And well, that's like why people were so frustrated. Because part of the whole thing was... Get your gamer tag. Right. And like Gabe, Gabe didn't get his because the invite code was so late. Right. And so like those are the frustrations, like things that were just yeah. things that could have easily been avoidable that for whatever reason weren't. So so um quickly, uh we're already an hour and twenty into this podcast. So quickly here. <laughs> Hot um, take. we're we're gonna do we're gonna do a video on this, but you've been testing some different headphones to use with Stadia. In in anticipation of Stadia releasing, yes, and you've tested a couple. What are you using right now? My go-to wireless. Like I've been I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, wireless yeah. Let's headphones. let's specify here. These um, are wireless headphones to use. Because trying to get stuff without lag is that that's the whole point. Trying to get earphones that that work without lag wirelessly. Uh, and the ones I've come down to like that are in my pocket all the time now are the Razer Hammerhead truly wireless earbuds. They're brand new. They look like black AirPods, and they have a little pill-shaped case. Hundred bucks, USB-C charger. They had a ten-dollar off thing. I don't think they're running that anymore. From right from Razer, but you can get them on Amazon now. USB-C charges the so, case, like, and then they have a dedicated gaming mode that re- like reduces latency down on everything I've played. It's including it's, Stadia. Yes, and so um, I, I played actually this morning. I was playing a little bit with them in uh, hooked up to my. Pixelbook Go, and we all know Bluetooth is a sore spot for Chromebooks, mm-hmm. um, but no real issues. Right, there was one time I was doing it, and it could have been the gaming mode on the headphones. Like it really had like super super struggle. Like right. I had to turn Bluetooth off and turn it back on, where it was like just crapping out. And I couldn't tell if it was the, the just, little gaming you mode. A defective Pixelbook. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, seriously though, on the other end of the spectrum, I played this morning because I wanted to test it out. Because last night I wasn't using headphones, and yesterday I was playing some games, but I had my AKGs plugged into my Chromebox, and that's fun having you know wires laying across your keyboard. Yeah, I used my twenty-seven dollar Soundpeats for an hour this morning, and the latency is there, but it's it's nearly negligible. It's not so, enough to affect gameplay at all. And tried, and if you're that hardcore of a gamer, you're not going to be playing on Stadia anyway. And so I tried. I also tried Soundpeats, which is what Gabe just mentioned. There's a they have a newer wireless earbud. So I, I got those. We'll, to try we'll link those. these. Yeah, yeah, we'll link these in the description. Um, and they had some pretty. They're you know 5.0 Bluetooth and Aptex and all those latest codecs <laughs> for like 40 bucks or something. 45 dollars, <laughs> and they sound so good. They feel great. They fit great. Like his wireless earbuds go. I love them. They're they're really good. Um, case, case is a little bit big. Yeah, pretty bad latency yeah. uh, on everything I tried. So it was interesting, like plugging certain stuff in because before Stadia came out, I was playing stuff like Bullet Force, which is a, a web-based first-person <laughs> shooter. I'm like, if if this can come out without latency, then Stadia surely will. Um, 
and it, it just they just lagged on everything. Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't bother Gabe, but it's bothering you. So for the average person that, I, that isn't as particular as you, it might be okay. It might be. Yeah, it's hard. For, it's hard for me <laughs> yeah. to, to discern. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it bugs me yeah. when when I I well, see the, funny. I mean, the flash of the muzzle. Yeah. And then and then here, or yeah. maybe, maybe my i7 Chromebox just handles it better than your. <laughs> maybe I, I don't maybe know. They're, they're well, different sound peats too, because that's oh, they true. Are. Because they are, I did. Yeah. I mean, I tried it. I I did. You know, I played around just in an open area, and it. There were times where I could not see and hear the difference between the muzzle flash and the. So here's the one. That's like mine yeah. was like half a second. Like oh, oh wow. no, like click. Yeah. Mine was fire. never like, that interesting. So is um, it? Could it be a device issue? I don't know. That was on a different Pixelbook Go, so I mean, yeah. it, it should be interesting. Uh, but the the razors have zero problem yeah. whatsoever. Like it's it's exactly on point, real time, no problems. So we'll do a video, and, and you'll probably do a little article about this, like best headphones I found for Stadia. And yeah, we'll as I'm there. as I'm coming down to it, like there's so many wireless earbuds. Um, I I'm back and forth on how I'm going to handle it because I don't know that I want to say you know here's the you know, testing out wireless earbuds because there's so many. No, and we're clearly all, not going to test them. To be like, it's I tried like, to find the best. Some, I've tried and to find a good pair of headphones for gaming. And yeah, these are and on a yeah, the Razors, 100. <laughs> yeah. percent They're just there. I carry them with me because I can hook them to my phone and jump into a match uh, playing Call of Duty, playing PUBG. I can hook them to my Chromebook and play Stadia stuff. Like they are phenomenal. They sound great. And if regular earbuds from Apple that 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 style, like an AirPod or just their earpods fit your ear pretty well it's the same kind of thing um they just kind of drop in your ear but they do a much better job uh, somehow of canceling out a lot of the room noise um they're 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 just great headphones they sound really good and they're just convenient and pretty awesome in general yeah so uh so there you have it that's a that's a quick roundup (laughs) i said quick it was uh probably 30 minutes or so i don't know um more than 30 minutes how long have we been recording for a while yeah uh, not a quick roundup but uh hope you enjoyed it folks um hope hopefully we we helped you out here if you're if you've if you've got um stadia in your in your uh, founders edition uh gamer uh we're kind of trying to figure out how to do this like maybe there can be uh some sort of party mode or something where we could i don't know how many people could we invite i mean it's stadia so you could invite uh, like as many I actually, we might try to do something where we could play with some fans and some listeners. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't fully know what the party limit is in Stadia, but like obviously there's limits in because that's the thing you invite people to a party, but then like once we got into Destiny, you still got to go into Destiny and reinvite people. Like the the party is just like chat ability, like to communicate outside the game. It carries over into the game, like it's like laid over on top so of the game. It's kind of like having a general Discord chat. Yeah, so basically. you could have people in that chat that weren't in the game. They could be over playing yeah. something else and still so. talking to you, um, and that's why you can switch to the game chat. But so, like, you, what's you the could, best way for people to join? Join uh, in. We, we would first need to be friends on Stadia so that we can create a chat and say, "Hey, we're picking." Uh, if we're going to do a, a mission in Stadia or in a, a Destiny, for instance, or we're going to go do multiplayer, if it's a six v six, then we say, "Cool, we're going to pick." You know, if the three of us are playing, we're going to pick nine other people at random from our friends list, and we're going to create a party, and we're cool. going to jump in here and play at one p.m. Friday, or whatever yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, cool, cool. So, hundred percent, we can do that. Right. Like, let us. Get are there a little nine more people that would like to play Destiny <laughs> with us at the same time? And yeah. then we we can chat in there, right? So yeah, yeah. So we can talk, and, cool. and so that can be a thing where we can be playing, but we can also just you know hang out yeah, for a little cool. bit. 
in, cool. a, in a digital fashion. Yeah, this is something we've talked about definitely trying to do with our YouTube members, uh, but it might be something we do for our, for our podcast listeners as well. We just need to wrap our heads around it and figure out exactly how to, how to go about that. So stay tuned, folks. Uh, but again, yeah, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you all enjoyed this. As always, you can read more about all of this stuff over at chromeunbox.com. Uh, we're going to try to link as much stuff as we can in the show notes uh, on the description of this podcast and on the website post for this uh, for this episode. But uh, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you all next week. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.